Hello and welcome to The Projector Playground, a space created by and for projectors in the human design system. In this podcast, we will be exploring all things related to human design through a projector lens, what it means to be a guide and energy weaver for others, and how learning, playing, and resting are our signature tickets to success. I am your host, Eliana Miranda, and I am so deeply honored to be guiding us all into the psychedelic gardens that is our projector energy field. Our aura is focused, our seeing is psychic, and our invitations are made of magic. So if you are ready to play the projector way, then join us in this episode of The Projector Playground. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Da, 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 da. <laughs> welcome back to the Projector Playground. It's so fun to have you here. I am Eliana, 2 Force Phoenix Projector, and I'm just so excited to be hosting these conversations and transmitting and channeling these messages to you who is here now listening and receiving these codes. Thank you for being a part of this receptacle and helping to channel these messages through to other projectors, to those you work with, to your family and your crew. I'm really just so in love with the projector community and all of the magicians that I have met along the way. It's just so fun to meet so many people who are so alike and yet so different under one projector umbrella. (laughs) It's like, I'm just, seeing a vision of walking through some like foreign lands and stopping by into different environments, into different uh, templates of purpose, into different fields and expressions of the projector aura and learning about what it's like to be a projector through so many different eyes other than just my own. And Not something that we are going to talk about here today is the projector and the other. Because as a projector, we are designed to learn about life and learn about ourselves by being with and exchanging energy and learning through the other. So the other in this conversation is like another person, right? It's like, another energy type, another being, another like polarity of the human experience that is separate from us, that allows us to see life through a different set of eyes, observe how others are taking in the human experience, and kind of decode all of these different lenses of what's going on here on planet Earth through different lenses of experience through the different ways that people see things based on their own filters that have been put up through experiences in their life, based on their own experiment with the human design system, based on their karma and their karmic contracts that they've come here to learn. Like we're such a diverse population of humans on planet 
on planet earth <laughs> just like all these different star codes embodied into human form and the projector is really here to experience life by the art of the other by being with the other guiding the other receiving invitations from the other having recognition from the other and really just being this like channel of energetic information that only comes through when we are willing and open to offer it up to the other. So I say that, you know, just to kind of like thread back in some stuff that I've brought through in other versions of this podcast is that, um, I feel like I'm hosting this projector playground or I've like opened up the gates to, you know, this section of the yard uh, for us to all gather and share stories and have conversations about what it is like to be a projector, not because I know more than anybody else or because I've studied more than anybody else. I'm sure like there's plenty of people that will listen to this that have been in this experiment longer, that have learned a great deal more than me, that have a greater depth of the capacity to talk about human design than I do. And I think the fact that it's like kind of come through me through writing and sharing about it on my Instagram and through talking and sharing and expressing these topics here on the podcast um, because like I've simply opened myself up to be a channel for these and in this information to like hold a space of like offering up the message and like the message, like, you know, it's like an envelope that like we carry and pass from person to person to person or like an ancient text, right. That like, once we're done reading it, like we give it to the next person that needs to read it. So it's like, I feel like I've just been reading a lot of this ancient text, <laughs> reading this like big, huge book of knowledge and that I'm not meant to just like store it in my library and let it collect dust, like my physical library, but like my Akashic library, you know, it's like, I, I want to keep reading it so that the book gets passed on to other people that also are ready to read it and that are also supposed to be decoders of these messages and that are supposed to transmit and channel the messages through their own unique lens, like through their own interpretation of the system, through their own internal guidance and, you know, instructed authority of how they're meant to come through. So it's like this podcast was created like on one level, cause it's just really fun for me to talk about this stuff, but like on another kind of more serious level, because of the other, because of you, because of those soul contracts that were like, I would just like to listen to a podcast about projectors <laughs> all day. Or like, I would just like to learn about this information by plopping my headphones in when I'm doing work or working on this project or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing in your realm. So it's like, I always am in such gratitude and like, you know, when I share a post on Instagram and I, I refer to Instagram a lot and it's like, it's not like I have a ton of followers or anything, but it's just like where I've gotten to connect with a bunch of other projectors and like learn through their lens and learn how they're receiving the messages and channeling them and transmitting them that, oh boy, where was I going with that? <laughs> oh yeah. That I'm always just like in such gratitude for 
the 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 gift of like loving to write and loving to speak about things that I've studied and like loving to be a teacher of things that I think are really helpful for the human evolution because I know that I'm just a messenger and that like if it's coming through me it's because there's other people that are out there that have agreed to be the receptacle of this message that have agreed to take these words these codes these teachings and carry them out into their own realms, into your own world, into your own communities and the work that you're doing. So it's like, I wouldn't be here if we all haven't had this conversation up in the energetic soul realms of like, okay, Eliana, like you get up, you do <laughs> your your talks and your, your jargon through the podcast, you send the messages through and like, we'll be here to receive them and like take them on into their next incarnation to like bring them out into the field for others to like, fertilize their garden with and help to grow new resources for human consciousness. So I just want to thank you so much for being here and for on a soul level, like agreeing to do this podcast with me, <laughs> agreeing to meet me in the projector playground and like have our own little party over here and not just let me be like the girl that throws the party and nobody shows up to their birthday. I, I had a friend once that was just like my greatest fear of like this coaching work and this teaching and sharing classes and doing this stuff is that like nobody's going to throw up, show up to the party that I'm throwing and she's actually a manifesting generator so looking at it through that lens but you know it's like you want to experience these things with the other with other people that are in their same flow as you that are in the same type of spiritual align alignment as you that are excited about the magic in the ways that you are and so if you are here, like you're one of those people and like you made this podcast happen, you gave me the energetic invitation <laughs> and sent your energy into this playground so that we could all gather here so we wouldn't have to feel alone in the human process, the projector experience, and so that we would have like other friends like that we can meet on the playground so that there would be other people that we could connect with and learn from out in this human design field. So that's just my opening to this podcast where we're talking about the other is just like in this circumstance, like you are the other to me. And I am just graciously grateful for you being in that position so that I could be in this position and get to share these amazing teachings with you. Okay, so we're going to talk. I have had some things broken up into like different podcast ideas. And I was like, I'm going to keep all these podcasts super short, 20 to 30 minutes. And then if you've been here in the flow or just like taking a little peek, like, of course, there's been some episodes that have gone longer. Because <laughs> sometimes it takes me a little while to warm up, get to my point and go on tangents. Like now that you know me, if you've been here, you're already kind of part of that game. So let's see if I if I end up talking about some like a couple things here, if I just end up talking about the other, we'll see how it flows. But as a projector, we are guides, we are seers. We have the ability to look into somebody's energetic definition and translate energetic code into like real human language. And a lot of the time, like we as projectors think that we're like studying systems, like learning about different things that we're passionate about, like going down these rabbit holes simply because we think we're doing it for ourselves, right? Like we're studying 
health and wellness because we have our own issues with health and wellness. We have our own like health ailments. We want to like learn modalities to support ourselves. That is true. And there's this mechanic in our mechanism in our aura that's like those things that we learn, those systems that we learn are never going to fully click into place or be like entirely embodied until we are hearing them translated through the energetic mainframe of the other. So you might learn an entire system of, let's say, yoga. You might go out there, take your teacher training or multiple teacher trainings, like do it because like your body feels really good when it does yoga or you have like a, an injury that you're rehabilitating through yoga um, or you just love like the energetic practice of doing yoga and how it like cleans and clears your field. And so you, you are going and you do this training because you've been practicing yoga a long time and you're like, okay, now I want to teach it to the other, right? Like now I want to like take it to the next level and become a teacher of this practice that's been helping me so much in my own healing journey. And you get to the point where you're teaching. And somebody in your classes, or like, I mean, for me, it was like plenty of people in my classes, <laughs> end up reflecting back to you that the way that you instruct or the way that a pose feels to you is totally different in their body. Like it, it maps completely different in their energetic mainframe. A pose that might feel like a child's pose that might feel really, really good to you to release tension in your lower back to another body might be completely inaccessible because they have a problem with their knees. And so then you have to learn through the other that the system of yoga is, uh, it's like a collective system, right? Like we, we've been given these teachings and we've been taught exactly how to teach them. And you discover that the ways in which they were taught to teach have to be transformed and transmuted to match this other person's body so that they can make it accessible for them. Because if they're trying to do child's pose with everybody else and it's causing them pain, the system in the way that you brought it into your own body and into your own aura and made work for you is not a system that's going to work for them. So then as a projector, you learn through that exchange and that communication a different way of settling into a pose or of changing a pose up completely or of approaching it in a different way that allows the pose itself to show you its actual expansiveness and its um uh and it's like i'm blanking on the word here but like and the way that it can't fully like meet other people where it's met you but you would never know that about this pose, you know, and like insert anything else here, right? Like you would never know that about this breath practice or this like technology system or I'm like just trying to like scan the projectors in my life and like what they do for a living. And most everyone that I interface with is like doing some like magical work in the world. Um, but yoga just kind of seems to be like a good one to start because like a lot of people have a lot of people know about yoga. Let's just say even if they don't all practice it. But it's like through seeing the other experience, the system that you are offering them that's in your energy field, now the system that's in your energy field gets an update. And when that system in your energy field gets an update, 
suddenly it starts to translate how your own aura is running that system for your body. So for example, like this is a real experience for me. Like I used to teach yoga, I used to love child's pose. It was one of my favorites. I have this one woman that I just so keenly remember could not get into child's pose because of her knees. She had a problem with her knees, like a torn meniscus, something like that. And I had to, she kept coming to the class and I, you know, I didn't want to push her away. I wanted her to keep coming. I wanted her to find her own space in the practice. So I really kind of had to open up my own space to like what child's pose could look like. And if you don't know yoga, child's pose is like, it it doesn't really matter. Like you're on your knees and you're kind of like bowing to the ground. Um, And so through me working with her and seeing how like this pose didn't translate to her body, I got to find other ways where she could find that lower back release without having to be on her knees. Cut to a few years later and Eliana me starts having problems with her knees. (laughs) Eliana me who used to love child's pose can no longer get into child's pose. And because of that woman who was like very new to yoga was having a lot of pain and problems with her body, couldn't do a lot of the poses. And so in all eyes, she's like a very novice student, like a very, like a newbie, right? That woman became my teacher. That now I like remember and look to as like, okay, not everybody can get into that yoga pose. You have to do, you have to reformat it to meet your body where it's at. This is how I showed her how to do it. Can I show myself how to do that now too? So that's like just a very basic example. And it's like you can allow that to grow into this topic of the projector and the other. Because we download these systems and they support our lives. They support us to be the people that we need to be so that we can be the guides and the seers and the energy weavers that allow us to hold greater space for those that are coming to us to receive guidance on how to run their energy, how to like let their life flow in a more easeful and playful way. And it is through that conversation, whether physical or energetic, it's through that exchange of energy that your own system gets an update, the system in your energy field gets an update or an upgrade that then allows that system to work for you in a way where it's actually now embodied. Because before, you know, if it's just hanging out in your aura, and yes, maybe you're running that system through you all the time. And like, I highly recommend any system that you are here to share with the world that you run through your body all the time. You see what it feels like, you know it like through and through, cellularly, psychically, (laughs) physically, mentally, So that when you are guiding for that other, like it's not coming from a place of let me pull this down through my mind, through like my mental authority um, or through the external authority of where you learn that system from, not run it through your own body and then try to present it to somebody as like a complete author, like um, authorization. Is that a word? Authorization of how they can use that system. But when it's ran through your body, when the system is like a living, breathing, auric imprint, 
in your physicality, in your, in your psychology, in your um, energetic body and mainframe, you can speak from a lived experience of that system and you can offer that experience to them without your ego getting involved. Because oftentimes, like the ego, as we've learned in past episodes, or maybe you've learned elsewhere, like the ego, the self is the passenger. Like that person, I wanted to call it a he, <laughs> my inner masculine. He just wants to sit there or we're supposed to just sit there and observe and take in the world and have interesting ideas and interesting thoughts. But he, the passenger, is not the one that's supposed to be directing the vehicle, not supposed to be the one that's giving direction or guidance to anyone, any part of yourself, any part of anyone you meet on the road. But when we only learn a system and like let it stay in the passenger, so like when the passenger learns a system by just like driving by like the like a guru, you know, sitting and like teaching of some like incredible hermetic teaching, and then only the passenger knows about it in the back seat, and the the vehicle hasn't been updated with those codes. The you're not going to get where you're intending to go, because the vehicle has not received the tune-up, the like new tires on it that allow it to travel to this other sphere of hermetic teachings to learn about um, and integrate and study and then like have that GPS system, you know, that like extra guided support in the magnetic monopole to guide the whole auric field into where it's meant to go. That's like a lot of metaphors there. Hopefully you caught some of that. (laughs) Um, But we are here for the other. And like, I see it talked about in a lot of very disempowering ways of just like, we are servants. Like we bow down at the feet of the other and like we are just only alive to serve the other. And I don't see it that way. I see like our service to the other coming from a place of like, deeply embodied royalty (laughs) like i feel like those of us that chose the projector journey in this lifetime didn't do so to be servants i think we did it because in many lifetimes we either worked ourselves to the bone as generators underneath a manifestor hierarchy or we were servants in a way that didn't actually use our expertise or allow us to be free citizens like I see the projector as being so free. Like, you know, people think that because we have to wait for an invitation that we're just like at the will of everybody else. But like, to me, it's like, I get to be completely free to do what I want and be who I am and learn what I'm here to learn, integrate the systems. And then I get to be of service when that golden invitation shows up at my door with its offerings, like with its perfect energetic exchange where I'm not only filled up by getting to serve and offer and teach and guide the other, but I also get some really powerful master codes by serving, offering, and teaching and guiding the other. And that like in guiding the other, we are actually getting like our own little blessing, like our own little refill of energetic resource by being of service. So it's not like the old back in the day of like just servants, like being worked to the bone and treated horribly and used and abused. 
it's like this new level of devotion where like how we serve the world is how we get to serve ourselves. Like the lines between us and the other aren't as like strict as other types. Like we, our aura is designed to cross boundaries <laughs> and we're the only ones like that. Projectors are the only ones that are designed to cross other people's boundaries, which means that it's in our design to be in union with the other, to be able to find ourselves in the other, for the other to be able to find themselves in their exchange with us. So serving the other is not some back-breaking job. Serving the other when it's right, when it's the right invitation and you're following your authority, is a service that in its completion is serving your own completion of that system, is serving your own inner guidance. And I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but like I've talked to, I mean, it, it happens all the time where I'm, I've gotten like certain threads of a conscious conversation or a new like energy update. And then I don't like fully see like the full weave. Like I've already started to do my own weaving, but like I don't see the full tapestry of like the finished weave of these energy templates until I'm talking to like a generator or manifesting generator and like all of a sudden just like being in their aura and having that be like a, a good exchange, right? Where they like really value my insight and hold space for me to just like channel the rest of the information in. And then based on like what they're saying and the questions that I'm asking them and like what they pull up from inside of themselves based on what I'm like putting on the table, like then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, like this is how it's mapped out for me. Like I've been seeing it through the lens of the other. I've been seeing the updates happening to the field. I've been seeing slightly, usually like I'll have, you know, some embodied glimpse of like how this is also happening to me. But oftentimes I'm seeing the, you know, like the energy upgrades, the ascension, like happening in the collective field, happening in the others. And it's when I'm actually interfacing and communicating with the others that all of a sudden, like those little things that didn't fully click just suddenly click into place. And I start to see how like I am with the collective on this journey and the collective is with me and like we're all doing this work together. But like I can't always see that from that perspective until I'm interfacing with another. And then suddenly it's like their aura gives me what I need <laughs> to finish decoding. So just offering up here like do you also experience this too? We're like, yes, we're projectors. We need space from others. We need to clear our field. Like we need to decondition more than the other types. And can you sense those times when the energy exchange has been really right? And all of a sudden, like what everybody is or what the other is interfacing back with you, what the other is like having a either a real or energetic conversation with you about is helping you to fill in your own gaps. And so that's by design. I think that's what keeps the projector giving and doing the guidance in the world. Because I think like if that mechanism wasn't in play, we would just be playing in our playgrounds all the time <laughs> and like just so comfortable being in just like the projector energy and not really wanting to deal with the energy beings or the sacral beings that we would just avoid it altogether. But it's like, that's part of the karmic contract is like, 
you get to have this magical projector aura, this like playful place that you get to rest in as a projector. And there has to be some service to the world because like you as a projector are here to help guide the energy of others, to help others call and reclaim their energy back to them and start to use the energy on this planet in a more healthy and well-defined and balanced way for all involved, right? Like we're moving out of the times of the hierarchical manifester that would just use the generator and manifesting generator energies to support the wants and needs and power of the manifester to distribute that power so that it's resourcing and supporting communities like from the inside out and the outside in. And that's what will happen when projectors start to or get permission to or get the invitations. People start seeing the magic of of the projector and how the projector can help the field is that once the generators start asking the projectors for guidance with their golden invitations and side note, like I'm 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 saying golden invitations like who did not call them golden invitations. At least I don't think. Um, I just like to like think of like that. There's some invitations that are really right and some invitations that are like golden, right? Like that they're like just indescribably perfect for us. But that when we start to get those invitations and we can help guide the generators to use their energy for things that they're actually excited about, for the things that they actually want to respond to and not just the things that they felt forced to respond to because the manifestor held so much power, that the generators will redistribute the energy to be in better support of the entire collective. Manifestor energy can then be used not from a top-down power play, but from a place of like manifestors initiating more energy into the field that then the generators can distribute and um, you know allow for the community plot. And then the reflectors can just like be at the center of that. We can start holding space for these like really unique energy types reflectors to start to reflect back to all of us how that's going. Like if we as projectors are actually guiding the distribution of this energy in the right way, if it actually is resourcing earth and resourcing our communities and helping our future, or if there's something else that needs to be changed. And that's that's the end goal with human design is that like we're all using energy in a way that is actually more supportive for the collective future and for the earth from which we grow from. And that if projectors can just finally get into the place where we are given this permission and allowance to support and guide and be there for the other, then we will find that like all the things start to come into play. That when we are in service to the other, we are in service to the all. And when we are in service to the all, we are in service to our own individuated individual experience of the all that is. We get to be our own and we also get to be a part of the collective. We get to be the guides for the other and we also get to be guided in that sense by the other. So that's why I like also find it interesting. Like there's plenty of types out there that are doing energy work and doing coaching and guidance and this and that that are not projectors. And I've seen posts that's like, if you think you're a guide and you're not a projector, like you're not really a guide or like you're not really doing what we're talking about here. And it's like we're taking human design and trying to apply it to our 
like collective language, like our standard language of like what a guide really is. But what that post that I'm referring to like isn't allowing for is the fact that like projectors guide because the other then gets to take that integrated energetic information and then support the flow of that energy into the field. So I know plenty of generators and manifesting generators that like stand as incredible guides in the sense of like not human design guides, but like as healers and as energy workers and, you know, energy readers and channelers and things like that, that do amazing work that have trained me, that heal me, that I go to, you know, for my own service, for my own healing. Um, and it's like, they're just allowing them the mass energy they have. Like they've done enough work that they now can respond with the energy they have to be in service to these systems, to be in service to the, um, the style or the corner of their energetic universe that is meant for them to bring energy into. And so like I'll usually be in the the seat of like the receiver with these people and like notice that like I still am guiding the energetics of the field. <laughs> like I'm still in this like back end way, like allowing the energy to move in a way that the, the generator coach or healer has something to respond to. And in their response and in the energy that that response allows them to have, they have this modality or this, you know, teaching or this uh, lesson or message for me that I couldn't hear <laughs> just on my own, in my own projector playground that like took me coming into connection, energetic conversation with them, with the other, and allowing the other through their energetic template to resource something back to me. So you could be a projector sitting in the seat of like somebody, another type guiding you through something. And you're still doing the energetic guidance that allows them to use their energy in a way that can really resource you. So I hope that that makes sense. <laughs> and I hope that's a more empowering way to look at like how we are in service to the other. And in knowing that in our service to the other, we are in turn, um, servicing both ourselves and our bloodlines, our lineages, our ancestries, and the future that is created through us. And just to remember that like the other is a really important part in our story. And so as long as we can find the right others that have the right energetic exchange for us, we will continue to be filled up, resourced, and empowered ourselves in this new way of guidance and this new way of like helping to guide the world towards her next evolution towards her next level of consciousness okay so i'm going to put a little bow on that there's my gift to you today <laughs> start um checking in and tuning with tuning into your relationship with the other see how this translates and if you have any feedback or anything that you want to share about what you learned or what you've been experiencing through the other, we'd love to hear from you, either on the podcast reviews. Again, I don't even know how that works. I've never left a review for anybody else. Um, but I usually find those people on Instagram and just like send them a message of how much their podcast has helped me. So if that feels more in resonance for you, I accept that too. Um, 
or you can find me, you know, in any of the show notes and the links that I provide in the future of ways to connect. All right. Thank you so much for being here. It's so good to be in the playground with you and I will see you in another episode.